0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network.
2: Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you. On a Tuesday, we'll get the World Series MVP and a college football chat coming up. Brad Powers in a little bit. Right now, though, we go out to the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line, and joining us is Jason Scott, the VP of trading at BetMGM, the Phoenix, a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Jason, let's start with last night. Um, it seemed like to us, just our show, everyone we talked to last week, like everyone was on the paths, whether it be with the spread or a lot of teasers. How, from your perspective, how much action was on the Pats and how big of a deal was that loss for, or that win for Sportsbooks last night?
0: Yeah, look, Sportsbooks, the three, the three primetime games, Thursday night, Sunday night and Monday night, we see over 55% of our handle for the week. So if we can get a result in any of those games, I think all the books are happy. There was a bit of seven and a half early in the week. The Patriots got to eight, then moved to nine yesterday. Um, Realistically... It was a it was Christmas Christmas Day again for bookmakers last night. I mean, we can't get a better result than that than a prime time game and a a big dog winning and a big dog leading. Because what also happens the way the the way the trajectory of the game is all the in play money is for the Patriots to come back. So when they when they don't come back, it becomes even bigger again for us.
3: Wow! Yeah, you guys had to make a killing there. Uh, what about the zappy fever? I was getting uh, alerts from people on Twitter like, Bet MGM still has 100 H- Offensive Rookie of the Year. Of course, we know Brees Hall was the favorite coming into the week. Unfortunately for him, he goes down to season-ending injury. Uh, we were just talking about it, how it feels like that whole award, that entire market feels like it's starting over. I know it never is a restart for you guys, but um, – How much action were you getting on Zappi in game and just your overall thought process with everything changing there?
0: Yeah, look, one of of the things we've initiated over the last two years is trying to keep these awards, regardless whether it be the Heisman, the MVP in each of the leagues, up during the game. Because what we do see is we see an overreaction. People want to bet. They see something happen. They see a guy come on throw two touchdown passes reasonably quickly. Um and we get you know, we get a lot of money. I mean, that one looks like it'll work in our favour. The Hendon Hooker win, then we got absolutely poleaxed during the Alabama game when they were taking eleven dollars him is into two dollars. So sometimes it works for us, sometimes it works against us. What I do know with awards, it's only the last four weeks of the season that matter. Uh the more the mm-hmm. more I look, the voters' memory isn't as long as it could be. Uh so really it's what's happening what happens going forward. Those rookie of the year ones are always the The ones with the most intrigue are the most variants.
1: What has been your assessment looking ahead to Thursday Night Football? Short week for Tom Brady and the Bucs. Gosh, Tom Brady and the Bucs lose another one, uh, 21-3 to the Panthers. Uh, Brady, no touchdowns, although probably not entirely his fault if Mike Evans doesn't drop that pass. So uh, how do you rate Tom Brady and this Bucs team moving forward?
0: Uh, look, my personal position is a little bit different to where the market is. I was surprised that the Bucks went up favorite. Uh, they're one and a half. They got to two yesterday. They're back to one and a half with us. Uh, I suspect the Ravens, who are a very popular team, Lamar. I think they'll be our loser, um, and it wouldn't shock me at all if this market flops or flips before um, before Thursday. How do you rate the the, the the Bucks? Well, they've got the right names on paper in their offense, haven't they? But it's just not working. Uh, we've seen Tom Brady come back from these sort of situations too often, too often to write him off. But I'd be happy—I'd much happier with a big red number next to the Bucs than I am against the Ravens, put it that way.
2: Jason, the Colts are making a switch at quarterback. Uh, Matt Ryan's going to be benched. So it's going to be Sam Ellinger. And they're not a player most fans know much about. I mean, he played at Texas, so he's not a complete unknown. But very little NFL experience. What's the what's the shift with the the Colts? How you rate them with Ellinger in there? I mean, it could be an upgrade. We'll see when they play. But as of now, what is the shift from Ryan to Ellinger?
0: Yeah, well, the, the market opened up five five and a half in places, down to three three and a half now, depending on where you bet. So so two points realistically for for uh, a season pro, you know, who's made Super Bowls, etc., to to a rookie out of Texas, it doesn't seem an overreaction. Um, you know the commanders commanders have won two in a row, I'm not sure they've been that that impressive against either Green Bay or or the Bears. but um, I think we'll probably see some more money for the commanders. It wouldn't stop me if it gets shocked if it gets through that key number of three.
3: What about some of the other movement? Uh, maybe the reason wasn't as obvious to some of us. Maybe you can shed some light on this. Uh, the, t- the Titans number comes down, goes from three and a half down to two against Carolina and then the Falcons number came down as well. Uh, No, I'm sorry the Falcons have Carolina. Falcons went from six to four and a half. Titans have Houston. It went from three and a half down to two.
0: Yeah, look I think there's a couple. The other one that confounds me too is the the Cardinals has come down. Uh, The Vikings have gone down from six to three and a half which which I can't understand at all. Uh, I thought the Cardinals were very lucky the other night. Uh, The interesting one there is the Titans. That's the one we've seen the most money on. Uh, there's been good money for Houston, almost to the point that I'm wondering if an injury or something's going to happen. Um, feels a little bit like what happened with the Jets last week, where it was obviously clearly known that Wilson was coming out before the market knew. Uh, it was three down to one and then switched to one and a half. Almost the exact same thing here. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if something, if if someone is uh, under a bit of a cloud in that Titans too.
1: A few double-digit favorites on the board this week, and uh, we just saw, you know, a big underdog win outright last night. Which one of these could you see? Uh, which one of these big dogs could you see uh, covering or even winning outright this week?
0: Uh, look, as, <laughs> I didn't see the Steelers beating the Bucks last week. I didn't see the Panthers beating the Bucks this week, and I didn't see clearly didn't see the Bears either. Um, I can't, look, I know Mike Mike Tomlin is a dog. It's, you know, again, he covered the spread last week. Philly Philly look like they've, you know, they've started the season well. Their schedule's a little bit, uh, a little bit query. I think I'd prefer to take the plus 11, the Steelers, rather than the plus 11 and a half, the Packers against the Bills. Let's go that way. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay.
2: Jason, <laughs> it just continues to look like there are three teams in the NFL that are really good or great, right? Buffalo, Kansas City. And the Eagles, as an undefeated team, fit into that mix behind those two teams. And then the gap is gigantic. At MGM right now, you guys have the, the next favorite for the Super Bowl, the Niners at 14-1, Ravens at 16-1. to uh, is, is this kind of season making it more difficult, or, or is it clearer for you guys to set these odds? Because right now it just looks like there's three teams, but the NFL, there's usually more teams that have a chance to do something in January. This season, the way it looks right now, how does it impact making and, and adjusting the Super Bowl odds?
0: Yeah, interestingly, the Chiefs are huge winners for us, and the the Bills are huge losers. So regardless of the price, we're not seeing much money coming in on the futures for the Chiefs, which is different to the last two years. Look, I've been doing this long enough that we know these seasons come in cycles. Uh, What, the Bengals at about week 14 last year were a chance not to make the playoffs until they beat Kansas City? Um, And then they got on the run. We've seen the the Phillies sack their coach in the MLB. I know it's a different sport, but it's the same thing. Everybody knows if you get healthy uh, towards the back end of the season in the NFL, sneak into the playoff teams can go on a run, you know, there, there won't be three good teams, but they're all only one injury from a quarterback away from being like everyone else. So um, we're, happy to, we're, we're always happy to take the money at the short odds and the variance will come.
3: What, what about uh, the big odds in a specific game coming up on Sunday? Those island games always do a ton of action. And on one side, you've got everybody's uh, darling, the Buffalo Bills, coming off a bye. And on the other side, you've got a struggling Packers team with Aaron Rodgers, which I'm sure always draws a ton of action. You guys are on the high end at 11.5. I see some spots down to 10.5. Uh, what do you think your need is going to, uh, to be with this one? It's going to be a big talking point all week. Aaron Rodgers never been an underdog of this size.
0: Yeah, look, we the way this season's played out, the the Bills are always our always our nemesis. They're they're really popular with with the public right now. Uh, I think Rodgers is, you know, he's he's coming. Who would have thought at the start of the year he'd be going to this game, having lost to the the Giants, the Jets, and the Commanders in in successive weeks? Um, so I'm very confident that I know where where our liability is going to be here.
1: What about in the um, awards or futures NFL markets? Any interesting bets coming through? I know for me personally, I'm thinking about betting the Falcons to win the NFC South, um, not believing in the books. Uh, just curious if you've seen any interesting uh, futures in the awards market coming through.
0: Uh, not, not specifically. We did take a big bet on the Cowboys last week. Um, I don't know where, where, where that came from. Uh, the, the interesting division, as you said, is the NFC South. The Bucks minus 250, the Falcons minus 300. Hard to have anybody else. And the only other division where we're seeing sort of two-way actions, the NFC West with money coming for both the 49ers and the Rams. Um, you know, Seahawks plus 500 have to be some sort of chance given their, their equal leading, but no one believes that Geno can keep going.
2: said. Powell's football. We're getting close towards the end of the season now, and it's interesting looking at the title laws. There's not that many undefeated teams left. TCU among the unbeaten, still the longest shot to, to win the title, fifty to one. Why a bigger number on them than a team like Oregon, who has lost a game and lost to a, a team that will be in the mix, like Georgia? They're forty-one. Why such a big number on on TCU despite being yeah. undefeated?
0: Yeah, I, I think we can't see a pathway for TCU to get to the to get to the four the four. Um, mm-hmm. Their strength of schedule and what they've got left in front of them. If you if you say that two maybe three, if you say Ohio State's in, two maybe three of the SEC schools are going to get in. Georgia, Bama, and Tennessee, depending on where it lands, that leaves one spot. Uh, you know, Clemson, Oregon. The, will the Pac-12 get in front of the Big uh, the Big Twelve? Um, you know. We we can't we just can't see a route through for TCU to to, to, to make the playoffs even if they run run the table. Am I wrong? No, I don't
3: think
0: you are. I don't
3: think so. I don't think so. Uh, uh, Thirty seconds, Jay said on the way out. Uh, do you do you have a need between the Astros Phillies or it doesn't matter for you guys?
0: No, we have a huge need. A uh, bed manufacturer from Texas is, uh, is a <laughs> is on the, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> He's on the Astros. <laughs> We have a very yeah. strong need for that. We we have a very strong need for the uh, Phillies.
2: So so does this show. So we're with you Jason. That that yeah. this show is all on the Phillies as well. We appreciate it Jason Scott, VP of Training from Bed and GM on the getmyphoenix.com. Guest line. the Phoenix a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best. In the bedroom visit getmyphoenix.com to learn more. I didn't even think about that angle. We have to go against mattress Mack here in the world oh, yeah. series. Yeah, we do. A lot more to talk about.
0: As I said, I think he's on to win win over seventy million. Oh,
2: wow! Geez. All right, let's go, Philly. Let's a, go, That's Phillies. just
0: what's been publicized. So there might be some others oh, that my. the books haven't publicized.
2: Oh my <sighs> goodness! That's great stuff. From Jason Brad <laughs> Power is on the BQL Network.